How you doing? This is the season ticket does Hard Knocks. So if you're a fan of the NFL series Hard Knocks, then this is the place to hang out. So we're going to bring you an episode-by-episode review of each one. Um, and they're following the LA Rams and the LA Chargers this year. So myself, Ash and Kev will bring you all the chat and all the action. So welcome to um, the season ticket does Hard Knocks, episode 5. Uh, we've reached the end, lads. With Kev again and Ash. How you doing, guys? Yeah, evening, Brim. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Evening, I'm good. Um, I've really enjoyed this this series, but we're we're at the I guess the crucial bit now, aren't we? I mean, what Hard Knocks is really good at is following these young up and coming rookies, and they create a bit of a story behind them, and you you kind of take them in a little bit, and you like them, and and then ultimately they all get released. <laughs> So, and, and and that's what they seem to be really good at. I mean, virtually every young player that they followed around on this episode, ultimately when it came to it, didn't make the grade to then, but they all got offered deals in practice squads. Yeah, well, the the clubs had that sort of get out clause this time round, didn't they? With yeah. the with the, the extended practice squads, so uh, there, there was the opportunity to not be too brutal, really. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it panned out, isn't it? Really, they it's clearly um, it's clearly a, a situation that neither coach really relished. Again, McVeigh looked really uncomfortable with it. Um, I thought um, Anthony Lynn actually was really good about it. You know, he was certainly the I forget the guy's name now. The guy that came in massively overweight at the start, Brad Darius Braidwell. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he, and he was. I thought he was great with him. Really, he says, you know, you came in how many kilos over? You know, you were never gonna. He had no chance, did he? He said, he said he looked like an ice cream man, didn't he? <laughs> or an ice cream truck. But um, that, that conversation, I thought, was fantastic. It was a, it was a guy who, who'd obviously played the same position and was running back. Yeah. Um, and um, he, he spoke to him in a, almost like a father figure sort of way, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was fantastic with him. I thought he was really good with him um, in terms of, I'm going to sit down with you, I'm going to show you stuff on, on, on a tape, you know. And, you know, you'd like to think that you'd definitely get a bit of improvement out of him, wouldn't you? And the way things are at the moment, they they need to keep them on side because you never know a week down the line, you might have three or four players not allowed to play for a week, isn't it? You know, yeah. so you, you, you've got to keep your practice squad involved and uh, and keep them uh, sort of motivated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about Derwent James. I mean, you alluded to this a few weeks ago, Kev, that he was out for the season. We saw the incident this week on the episode. Um, and, you, you know, as you said last week, you know, when a big player goes down injured... The whole place just goes quiet and everybody panic. I mean, literally. But it just looked like the most innocuous thing in the yeah, world. Non-contact, wasn't it? And it was, it, there was a hush, wasn't there? Everything yeah. went quiet. It was... Um, it? Yeah, I, I couldn't really figure out how he did it, really. But he did a proper job on it, didn't he? The show started with that with that interesting comment about him talking about him being one year away from his own shoe deal as well, didn't it? Yeah. So it set it, set it all up for that and... Um, He's going to spend the whole year out again, isn't he? After after a real big struggle last year, yeah. Fitness. Uh, he's really unlucky. Really unlucky. He's a good player, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. So he's a he's a big loss for them losing him for a season. You know, he's not just a few months, is it? You... Well, I read I read one of the stats. I looked at it afterwards. If he comes back next September, like they predict for the start of next year, he would have missed twenty seven of his last thirty two games that he could have played, which is just frightening, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Uh, they they show a little highlight reel, don't they? Before before the injury happened, and it just really does show his dynamism, and and, and he's a game changer. And then those players are pretty few and far between. Yeah. 
it's a it's a big loss. This um yes, yeah, it's, it's well it was well edited, wasn't it? Yeah. To to build you yeah. up, to build you up for that moment. Um, so what else did you take from this this episode, Ash? Um, again, I know we've spoken about it. I thought Lynn came across really, really well. And I, what I found interesting over the course of the series is that Lynn has kind of gone more to the forefront of things that we've seen. Yeah. And McVeigh, we, we've seen less and less in McVeigh, haven't we, over, over the last two or three episodes? So yeah. I don't know whether whether that appearance of him without his top on um, <laughs> sort of played on him. Because I know, I, I, I know that they get to see it when it airs every week as well. Mm. Um but I, I just thought Lynn, Lynn was fantastic the way he dealt with the players. Um, I'd play for him. I think yeah. fantastic. He's the kind of what, guy what, you could run for a brick wall for, wouldn't he? Yeah. Interesting about going back to his chat with Bradwell, the the young running back. As he said to him, "Put your mask on." <laughs> and he, yeah, yeah. He, he made the yeah. point of making sure there was, there was you know, no he's, messing. Got, he's, he's got a real authority about him, and he yeah. he's got his, he knows what's going on. He knows what's important. So he didn't let him let those things slip just because it's a big day in your career and everything, you know, you've got to put your mask on. The other thing I noticed with all these players as well, they're all fist bumping all the time. Yeah. It makes it out of a whack. They must fist bump really hard. Yeah. I mean, even in the, the cup meetings, I think it was when Clay Johnson was saying goodbye to um, McVeigh and, and the general manager and, and, and he was high-fiving them. But he properly high-fived them as well. Yeah. I think they'd probably knock us over if they did. Yeah, I know. 100%. That, yeah. that was all a little bit awkward though, wasn't it? With, with Clay Johnson, obviously, he, he thought he survived the cut and, and drove, what, 90 minutes up the road and they had to call him back, didn't they? That was, that was a tad uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, it was... Um, didn't come as a shock to me because he, no, th- he never quite seemed to me to be up with it, really. He was always, well, sort of, he's always missing tackles and... Yeah, every time you saw him, he was bemoaning something he'd done wrong. So yeah. he was noticing it. They would notice it. Yeah, the one bit of him I did like was a bit where he said he was feeling fresher than a salad. That was an amazing moment. Coach, I'm fresh if you need me. Huh? I'm fresh if you need me. I'll get you. I'm done, fresher than a. Until the next fresher than a, a salad. I think what the show didn't show though is that he's he's another guy who's who's come off quite a serious injury as well. And I think there was one comment about his leg, and he said he was still still feeling some of the the effects of his, uh, okay. his operation. Um, but obviously, he's, he's gone to the Panthers now. Be um, really, Matt, it'd be interesting to watch how his career develops. Actually, well, Matt rules there, isn't he? The new the new head coach, and he was his um, coach up at Baylor, um, so he knows him. And yeah. obviously, his dad's there. I think working in the the fitness side of things. Um, so he's going somewhere where he's known, yeah, um, and yeah. liked. He's going to be known and loved, isn't he? So he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna, yeah. It's going to make. I can feel... I can see him going down the coaching path. To be honest with you, I I, I don't really see him. He doesn't look like that much of a prospect, and it, and it also doesn't look like it would hurt him that much either. If he if he went to, if he's got a family involved in fitness training and coaching and stuff like that, that's probably the way he's going to. End yeah, up going. maybe maybe. Um, I was a little bit surprised about Deontay not making the cut. Yeah, he he spoke, and I didn't quite catch it, um, and, and I should have watched it back to see it. And he talked about his weight, and did he say there was only 15, 15 players who, who weighed less than him who yeah. made yeah. it? Yeah, he's slender, um, isn't he? Yeah, and, and, and watching it, I, that hadn't actually kind of dawned on me that the, the drastic sort of difference in his size compared to her. It's nice to see him and his partner, and we, we saw a little bit more of him. Yeah, sort of at home, and he. But again, he's gone on to the the practice squad. He'll he'll make. Hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So he's still there. He's still within a chance, isn't he? To and I thought McVeigh McVeigh looked genuinely disappointed 
to be letting him go. He, he was the only one, the one that came across where I thought he he looked like he was actually gutted. McVeigh. Yeah, he did. He kept telling him, "You know, I feel. You know, he's almost it's almost like it was a guy breaking up with a girl, wasn't it? You know, I feel about you. And this has been. <laughs> I mean, it's not only McVeigh. It was the guy that rang him at the was it Ray. The yeah. ra- that rang him at the start, and he was absolutely he looked gutted. Ray Agnew. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So uh, he, he looked like uh, he, they'd made the wrong call. He was really disappointed. I'm one of those people who would probably get frustrated by Dion in, in the dressing room, but I think his his personality and McVeigh's personality would bounce off each other. Yeah. And, you know, I think they'd work well together. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. So, and we saw the Fahoko family as well. Yes. Uh, all, all crying. Yes. Every time we saw his dad, he's crying. Yeah. I, I, I really want that lad to, to make it. He's, I do he's, as well. He seems he's, a really he's lovely, a homely lad. Really, you know, you know he's he just seems a nice kid, doesn't he? He's, he's out there trying to live his dream, and yeah. You know, well, I, I think I think he will make it somewhere. So I don't know. You get a feeling. I just feel that Johnson's not going to. I think this boy's going to get somewhere, and he's, yeah. he's going to do something. He's got a bit more about but, him, money. Yeah, they all took it well, though, didn't they? Actually, being put on the practice squad, and, and Juju took it as well with his toothpick. Yeah, um, they. they they all saw it as an opportunity rather than end of the line. Which, well, I think which is that's, a real the, that's the right way of looking at things, I guess, isn't it? Because, you know... You, know, you, you also probably don't want to be the bloke who completely lost it on hard knocks. No. Yeah. Not when you're still trying to sell yourself. No. And that's one of the things with this series. I, 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 reflecting on the series as a whole, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily my favourite one, but it, it's, it's quite an important one just with what's been going on. And the way they they've approached it, and they, they've they've dealt with things head on. They they've talked about social inequality. They've talked about the response to COVID nineteen, and you know those are pretty huge things. And often in the past, hard knocks has sort of skirted over difficult issues, hasn't it? Yeah, I think the, well, where the world is right now is very difficult to skirt around the edges on, on what's going on right now. But uh, I, social equality is a very un NFL thing to tackle as well. At, yeah, in the current climate. So so fair play to them for for doing that really. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was the first weekend of the season last weekend, and as two Browns fans and a Jets fan, it wasn't Vintage Sunday, was it? Yeah, move on. It yeah, was, it, could, it was a dreadful day for us, Kev. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever seen a team be three and thirty-six before. It's unreal, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it's really, ridiculous. And then concede a five-yard penalty, so effectively they were four and forty-one. I. I uh, where to start? The Ravens are really good. The Ravens are really good. Lamar Jackson is a, a bona fide superstar. Yeah, he, and, he could get. And the Browns just couldn't get anything going, sir. He looks he was throwing lasers, great. wasn't he? Throwing lasers he, he, everywhere. He looks super. Be interesting. So, As for the Jets, well, they didn't get uh, going. I mean, I watched the first. To be, I watched the first half of the Jets game and the second half of the Browns game, and I think I caught the. Oh, I think I caught the worst of both teams. To, to be honest. <laughs> Um, uh, they gave they gave away about 80, 80 odd yards, ninety yards in in pen, you know in, in penalties yeah. and everything. It was just disgraceful, uh, undisciplined play, um, offsides, everything. It, it was worrying as well. It wasn't what you'd expect from a Greg Williams defence necessarily. I, I thought they'd be a little bit more organised. Yeah, Kev, you might tell me that that's a trait of a Greg Williams defence. Not really, no. I, but I think your, your problems there go beyond the team, don't they? So uh, yeah, it's, the uh, you know the, the front office is a huge problem there. Big issue. Be interesting. So, um, who are they playing this week then? Well, uh, we've got the Bengals, Bengals tomorrow night. We've got, then, we've got the 49ers. It's a big weekend again. It's, it's not going to get any better for us. No, no. I think we should, get... um, we should do a, a regular 
little sweep up of the, the action anyway. I've enjoyed these little get-togethers. We should, we we should maybe get Lance on because he supports a decent team. Yeah, it's, yes. Yes, yeah, it'd be interesting to get Lance to get his take. And, and we can get Dan involved, in fairness, because he's, yeah. a, he's a Steelers well, fan yeah. as well, although it might upset us a little bit. But, hey. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I've, I mean, I've, on the whole, I've enjoyed the series of Hard Knocks, I think. Um, you're right. It's been really interesting to see how they're coping with what's going on in the world. Um, and the NFL have come out of this with, with a bit, quite a bit of credit, I think. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how they, they now take that forward. Because uh, as Ash has alluded to in the past, they've not been brilliant. No, and it was it was it was a lot more positive, I think, than than what we saw last year with with uh, John Gruden and with the Antonio Brown situation, yeah. didn't we as well? And yeah, I think they 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 put a lot right in this series. Actually. I like the fact they, they they picked two teams as well. Yeah, it work it works with the situation in terms of both of them going into the new stadium. Yeah, lockdown probably helps with that as well, or the, or the situation of COVID. But yeah, no, it was, it was interesting to see the two. Two approaches. Uh, yeah. What we did see right at the end was Goff trying to be funny, and he's not. He's funny not man, at all, so. is he? No, he's, he came oh. across really badly in that, <laughs> didn't he? I th- he's Brady Mark too to me. He, he's he's so dull, but he's not as good. No, 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 not as good. So, uh, <laughs> no, it is. We'll leave it on that note. Thank you, guys. So, thanks for joining us on the uh, season ticket. Does hard knocks. We'll be back again next week. Check out our other podcasts as well which are available wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple, and all the other popular places. We will see you again soon.